welcome to Atlanta Mix 108. Up next is Author Talk with your host, Emma Roostrack. House's very good friend and fellow author from Wild Dreams. How are you doing today? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I know I kind of put you on the spot today, dragging you on a podcast that you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so good at that, though. So let's talk a little bit about the Serpent Store. Um, now, Obviously, I have not read all the books from Wild Dreams. That's almost impossible to do in our writing lives and our personal lives. It's just impossible at this point. So I haven't had the pleasure of actually reading yours yet. (laughs) So why don't you tell me a little bit about it? Well, Simone and the Serpent's Sword is a, it was written as a young adult book. And uh, that was before the new adult genre came to light, this big deal. Okay. And then I realized that it kind of crosses over. It can be either. But uh, it is uh, kind of a cross between um, Middle Earth and, and the Chronicles of Narnia because you go from modern day to Middle Earth and back several dozen times in the story uh, line. And it's about a, uh, a young girl. Well, she's, she's 17, or, yeah, she's 17 when the book starts. And she's uh, a foster kid. She was orphaned at eight years old and spent her entire life in the foster system. And uh, she went ahead and... Became a teen mother, and she's a single teen mom, and and she finally got adopted when when uh, she was pregnant. So they adopted her while she was pregnant, and uh, she's waiting for the other shoe to fall, waiting for them to go. You know, we really didn't want you because she's dealt with that all her life from eight years old. Right. And uh, instead of that, she finds out that she's actually a member or. Uh, supposed to be living on this uh, second, this middle earth plane and that she was just put in the first plane of earth to keep her protected. And yeah, it, it comes as quite a shock to somebody who's just, you know, well, living I imagine. modern day. <laughs> um, exactly of course, you go from being you, this normal orphan 
if, if there is a such thing as a normal orphan, to being thrown into chaos of another world, essentially. And then you have exactly. your own child that's coming into this at the same time. Yep. She, she, she has to deal with a whole lot of stuff. She's about to graduate high school. She, uh, she has a job to take care of her son. Uh, she's got new adopted parents she's trying to figure out. And then all of a sudden they're trying to kill her because she's this, this savior of Middle Earth and, and the modern world all rolled in one. And she's like, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm only 17. Why me? I, I can so see this. And as he said, this is a great crossover between young adult and the new adult. And you captivate the teenagers, but you also get the younger generation as well. Yeah. So by the end of the story, she's she's made it to adulthood. Uh, she's fought an extreme battle, and uh, and her her hero um, asked her to to marry him, and uh, her son wholeheartedly approves. In baby talk, so you know, we get, you get, you, but to get to that point is really interesting. We have all kinds of things that show up. We have dragons and wizards and and hellhounds and you know, vast everything on the sun. Vast <laughs> drops into nothingness. <laughs> we oh, that's always fun. <laughs> oh yeah. We have to protect the whole house on the modern plane. Yeah. Well, then you also go into the next book, which is not out yet, but you're working on. I'm working on her son's book. These these will all be standalones. These will all be standalone Ah. books. Her story's finished, and the next story is is her son's story because he has a lot of things he's got to work out. Uh, he was obviously not her husband's son, so mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out how how he fits into this family. His mom's this great, you know, wizard warrior, and, um, warrior, and his dad's this awesome swordsman magician, and he's only half, and he doesn't know where he fits in. And and his sister gets kidnapped. <laughs> and he decides to go chase after his sister because his mother is expecting twins and it's and it's he's you know trying to take care of yeah. things so that she doesn't get upset and yeah he ends up uh, finding out a lot of interesting things about himself. <laughs> well, that's always a good thing because you take the character who's basically lost in their own skin and they end up finding themselves, which is a beautiful thing. Well, yeah, and, you know, I can I can be, you know, I'm adopted. I don't know, you know, I don't exactly fit in with this family, you know. I don't know what I'm, where I'm going. I'm, I'm 17. I, I'm getting out of, I'm, I graduated high school, but I don't know what to do with my life. I know where I want to be, but what kind of thing am I going to contribute? Am I just going to be, you know... The lonely one that doesn't know how to do anything. Right. Well, I think today 
with your younger generation, I don't know a teenager that doesn't have these feelings, adopted or not. It's, where am I doing? I'm 17, I'm getting ready to graduate, or I'm about to be a single mom at 17, and they're completely lost. So in a way, you connect your readers just like that. Exactly, and I the reason I made Simone who she is is I thought, you know, we have all these, these teenagers that are in foster care that have been through all kinds of awful things because the foster care system is totally broken I'm in about every oh, state horrible. there is. And, and then she decides she's going to get pregnant because she's going to have somebody who loves her that they can't take away. Right. And... Uh, and now she's got to deal with being a teen mother, and, and I'm going to throw her into this horrible situation because I think teenagers that have these problems need to have a hero that they can go, look, she can get through it, and it was three times as bad as what I'm going through. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have the new reign, which goes with a teenage character, and she goes from being orphaned to finding She's not orphan at all, and she there's a lot of things going on between this two, but it's connecting your younger readers go, "Hey, my life isn't as bad. there's things out there that's worse, yeah, so but uh it there should be four books, and they after Simone, and they're all her children's books because only one person only only one person will end up inheriting mom and dad's goodies, but she has more children okay. than one. So you know, so Which they gotta one's gonna have all the goodies. Them. Yeah. So it it it's figuring them them out, Joel is sort of outnumbered. He's gonna have a lot of sisters. <laughs> oh, Sorry. <laughs> he's, only have, he's only going to have a little brother, a little half-brother of his mother's. But uh, you know how things happen oddly in books. They just show up. Joel has has uh, four or four, three siblings from his father, his, his biological father, and who is, well, he's a piece of work. We won't discuss him because there's a lot of cussing in that particular section. <laughs> okay. We'll keep this PG today. <laughs> yeah, his father, his his biological father, is is something of a a bad bad kind of guy, and and he does die in the book, but uh, he ends up with these these half siblings, and uh, he decides to uh, take them to Middle Earth to help their moms out. So he there's there may be a whole lot more involved that. I even originally predicted. Well, isn't that fun, though, when your characters say, no, I want to do this, and this works out so much better than what you had planned. Oh, yeah, those, those ones that show up unannounced and go, guess what? I'm part of this story, and you're going, wait a minute, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> exactly. I have wrote books or manuscripts because they're not published yet, and I'm like, I don't know where you characters came from. The story is excellent, but I'm like, I didn't plan you. Exactly. <laughs> I have one. 
I was riding along. I didn't have a name for the guy that was in the lead. I didn't have a name for the girl that was in the lead. I'm five or six dozen pages in, and all of a sudden, a ghost shows up that is fully formed. He has a name, and he haunts a car, and you're like, wait a minute, where did you come from? (laughs) (laughs) That's always fun. It's oh, yeah. not just naming the character, it's the characters choosing their name. And then they like, pop huh? up and they... And, yeah. and I'm going, you realize this dude, this dude's car that you haunt doesn't even have a name yet, and you have a name. This is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. It, it makes it the story fun. interesting, more so for the author at that point, because we're scratching our heads like, how did this happen? Because this isn't what A, I had planned. B, I don't know where the characters came from. And I'm not exactly sure what you're capable of. <laughs> exactly. What are you going to tell me? <laughs> That's one of my favorite questions when the, uh, when you go on, on the, the the book things and people are doing takeovers and they go, ask me some questions. And everybody like shies away from that point. I throw that question in. What is the most annoying character that ever showed up unannounced? And what did they do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have several of those. I I love those questions. I do author interviews as well as character interviews. And I put them, these are for other authors to do. And I always (laughs) love the ones that do the character interviews because they end up answering questions about their character in their character's voice that they didn't even know the character knew about or was going to do. And it inspires them to write a completely different story. Oh, yeah. You know, who are you? And it's the the funniest thing about Simone and the Serpent Sword, I have to admit, is uh, it was a story that I wasn't going to write. Um, I was taking a... I don't know if you've ever seen it, the writing course for children and teenagers from the Institute of Children's Literature. Yes. And uh, the teacher fell in love with uh, Simone and the Serpent Sword, and, and she was like, oh, I really like this. And for the end, you had to start a manuscript. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I really want you to do a manuscript on that short story you wrote. And I was thinking, oh, no, because... I had switched to that story because the one I had started was way too long to be a short story, and I couldn't make myself cut any of the words. Don't and you just she, hate when that happens? She was like, oh, this is so wonderful, and I'm going to, I recommend you for the book course. So here I am going into the book course, and I give the teacher the option of Simone and the one that I started before Simone, and she goes, I want Simone. So Simone got written because the teachers wanted it. <laughs> I was like, but this other one is so cool. Well, I so. fully expect to see the finished product of the first story you wrote somewhere down the line. Since oh, you love that yeah. one so much. I hope so. I've got a whole bunch of it written. I'm going to have to oh, go take, take it off of uh, of uh, um uh, Rinderosity at the time was doing um, 
you could go on there with your renderings and your graphics. And then they also uh-huh. had a, a author section, and I was posting in the author section. <laughs> and everyone was like, where's the next chapter? Where's the next chapter? And about that time, I lost my internet, so it got stuck in a certain chapter on there. <laughs> and that's where it stopped. <laughs> So I've, I'm like, oh, I have to take that off of there before I finish it and, and send it to get published. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to do that. I was talking to another author. She writes on a website. I'm like, and she's not published. But I'm like, okay, the story needs to get published. So we're going to stop writing, stop posting. You're going to take it down. Maybe leave a couple sample chapters up. Take it down and then write the book, and then we're going to get you published because the story needs to be out there. Oh, yeah. I I have a lot of those. And then I, I write adult romance, so I've got a lot of those in the works. And then I don't know. I'm in an anthology that hasn't been published yet. <laughs> And I'm okay, I'm writing. Well, we all have anthologies coming out. I think from our publishing house, we have for Melissa. I don't know. If, I, I I don't know I if you're part of that one. I wrote something for that, but it's sort of a secret. <laughs> okay, so we got you and for Melissa. Then we have the paranormal anti-bullying. Anthology coming out in 2019. I, are you part yeah. of that one? I haven't written anything for that one. Uh, the one hey. I'm in, which got me to why, which got me to to, to the girls, was uh, uh, Veronica Poirier. She's in Canada. She started a one, a metaphysical one. It's called the Metaphysical stories beyond metaphysical stories and uh, it was supposed to be published last year and I started writing for that one and that's where I met our our editor in chief <laughs> and she's like you could send me something and so I sent her Simone and Simone got published but the other one had a bunch of people drop out and then come back in and then she got busy, and our house ended up doing a lot of her edits for her, but it still hasn't got published. <laughs> but it's, it's on my banner if it ever gets published. <laughs> and it's got my first adult romance in it, so it's under Davina Purnell. And then I have stuff in several anthologies. Uh, the Raven's Cave did a poetry anthology around Christmas time called The Raven's Heart. I'm in that one. I think I have four poems in that one. I actually haven't bought it, so I don't know. <laughs> and then The Zombie Road, uh, I have a, a poem in that one, and he did it for Wounded Warriors. And then 
uh, Paranormal Solstice. I have a poem in that one, and I don't. She didn't do it for anybody. And then I have one in uh, uh, a Treasury of Children's Story from Plastic Publishing. And I have a, a very long poem that I was actually entering in a live poetry contest. And somebody said, that would be just the best children's story if it had illustrations. So I I told uh, one of my friends, and she goes, I know a lady who's doing a children's story anthology. I said, well, will you do the illustrations? And she said, sure, but it got put in the anthology with, with the part that has they haven't put any illustrations, so there's no illustrations with it yet, but it's in there. <laughs> and I sold those. I went to my first book thing and sold all of those ones, strangely enough. And they were the most expensive book I had on my table. (laughs) But anyway... Let's try this. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. (laughs) Yay. So, okay, now that my phone's off of mute, (laughs) uh, is there any book signings? Yeah, I'm still on. Uh, Book signings or book fairs, craft fairs that you're coming up on for the rest of the year? Um. I have one for certain in uh, Henderson, Texas, called um, the book, the East Texas Booktacular. Not to be confused with the East, the one they're going to do in Tyler, Texas, which is you know a few miles on the other side. Right. And it's in October 27th. And then uh, I was, I'm looking to maybe get a table at Bubonicon in Albuquerque, but I will have to have somebody, <laughs> somebody ha- will have to have the table with me because there's no way I can afford the three-day table fee <laughs> without somebody else help, helping out. <laughs> well, being in Albuquerque, there's several Wild Dreams authors out that way, so hopefully one of them can help you out and plan that together as a joint venture. That would be cool because, yeah, I took my husband last year to it, and I was like, we have to go. <laughs> and he goes, why? I said, because, because Dorinda Jones is going to be there, and we have to go. <laughs> yeah. There are certain places you have to go, and they invite you back every year. And those are the main ones that everyone knows, hey, I'm going to be there, or this author is going to be there every year, like clockwork. But it would yeah. be really nice if one of our housemates that's in the area will do it with you. That would be pretty cool. That definitely would. And then you guys can talk things because everyone's writing styles is different in your book genres. Go from we have everything in our publishing house from paranormal to romance to fantasy to 
X, Y, and Z. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so it's it's really cool. I hope that one of them hears this little podcast and contacts you to be part of that. Yeah, and then uh, I have a, I have a poem in one of our our uh, publishing houses uh, authors books. Um, oh Lord, uh, the Alice in Wonderland one. Oh, um, down the rabbit hole. Yeah. By Kristen Collins. Who? Yeah, Chris. She asked me if I, I. She won a poem. I do personalized um, poems, and she won a poem from me on a takeover. And she goes, "Could you do one for my book?" And I went, "Sure, I could do one for your book." And so I've done one for that book, and then for Eve, for her. So in the front of her books are poems for me. <laughs> Now, here's what's cool. We have your poem, which is in Kristen's book, and Kristen's book is in voting for a sin book, and she's very close to getting creating that new ebook format. So we'd have two authors in one book on the, that format where we can get those votes. You know, I would love to see how they how they do your poem in video form. <laughs> well, that would be, that that might be really interesting. Because <laughs> I've read snippets of Down the Rabbit Hole. I've read the poem you're talking about, and everything written is going to be in video format or still, still frame video format, so it's a little different, but with live action characters and a narrator, but I would love to see it done. I, it will be pretty interesting. I, 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 I'm kind of looking forward to that. I, I, I am. My first yeah. thing I ever got published was one of my poems, and uh, well, hopefully this will be the first. Bewildering Stories is an easing, and it still exists, amazingly enough. And it was the first time I got a poem published that I didn't have to pay for the book. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. And I, okay, and, you know, we're... and so go ahead. I'm, I, I, I just, it'll be fun to see what they do with it when she gets it in, because I'm sure she will. Oh, yeah. It's, the Sin Book platform is so, so interesting. I can't wait to see what they do, especially when you have a poem thrown in the mix. It's crazy and it's fun, and hopefully this will be the first thing that you get published on Sin Book that even though it's not just under your name, it's still your art. Exactly. So that's going to be really cool. Okay, we're almost out of time, so before we go, where can the listeners find you? They can find me on Amazon. They can find me both under DM Purnell, and they can find me under Davina Purnell. And uh, I'm on Goodreads. I'm on BookBub. Um, I'm not sure wherever 
they've got me everywhere. Half of the places they have me, I don't know. <laughs> that's, you that's just know when you get an email saying, hey, someone wants to connect with you. Pretty much. They go, oh, you did you know you have an author page on this? And I went, uh, no, I didn't, but I'm going to get the link for that. <laughs> yeah, that's always fun trying to find out where you have links to and then figuring out how to get into it when someone else sets it up. So that's always fun. And you can also yeah. find Davina on wilddreamspublishing.com and you have it has a link to her book, which is also on Amazon, but you can read about Davina through there as well. Yeah, and I have an author page on Facebook and I have a personal page on Facebook and basically they're interchangeable. <laughs> Aren't they all? I we think forget so. which page we forget which page we're posting what to. That it just happens. It's very hard running two pages. So yep. for this episode of Author Talk, thank you very much Davina for coming on. It was fun. <laughs> I'm thank glad you for having me. You're very welcome, and I hope to do this again when you get the next book published, whatever that book may be, because you know how life happens. <laughs> so exactly. for tonight, for tonight, and to my listeners, happy reading. <laughs>